0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else.
1: Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Next week, we will be rated TV 14. Uh -uh. No? No, we won't. No.
0: But no, no. You, I, you, I, you, you announced that too soon. Oh, did I? Oh. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Until, that's that's my bad. But uh, that all depends, of course, on if the the, the podcast friend network decides that we're going to be TV 14, because <laughs> then, I mean, we really don't have a say.
1: Yeah, yeah. Huh, well, we really need to make that decision.
0: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jason, how was your week?
0: Uh, pretty good. Lots of rain. Yeah. Work, rain, you know. Same old, same old. Work, rain, repeat. Every single week when we do this. (laughs) Work, rain, wrestling, repeat. Repeat. That's a isn't that a a Roman rain shirt?
1: Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, This week we are drinking from the Crown Royal Noble Collection.
0: Fancy.
1: And it is a limited release. This is a winter wheat. So. 45% alcohol by volume. I'm assuming it's just going to be a weeded version of their normal mash.
0: Yeah. I imagine so. So let's see. Let's see. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Yeah. It's not bad. It's really good. I really like weeders. Yeah. I really like weeders and. That's really good. It's got a burn, but it's still smooth, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, has a, a real good flavor. Yeah. Yeah, I like that.
1: So, there you go. If you can find it, uh, it is, like I said, it's a limited release. Uh, but uh, and of
0: course, it's Crown Royal, so it comes with a free dice bag. Yeah.
1: got myself a nice free dice bag. And the, and it's the a bottle, decent
0: size. The bottle is not your normal crown, crenellated bottle. <laughs> it's like a smooth bottle, so it's weird mm. looking. It... it, it doesn't look like a crown bottle at all. <laughs> and it comes in a fancy. Like a cardboard tin thing. Yeah, like
1: a, a little cardboard tin thing. And, yeah. So you get your little cardboard tin thing and you That'll get hold, your dice look, bag. you can
0: put pencils and all kinds of stuff in there. You can put dice in the dice bag. Yeah. Crown Royal is for D&D players. Is it what really is.
1: It really is. So. <laughs> Should we dive into this week of wrestling? Yeah, let's. Monday Night Raw, because I don't believe there was any pay-per-views we missed or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, Monday Night Raw, we start to show off with Roman or, uh, Brock Lesnar threatening Roman Reigns. Paul Heyman comes out. Theory comes out. Uh, and we end the segment with Brock Lesnar putting Alpha Academy down. Um, and he put Otis through the announce table with an F5. Otis is not a small man. No. Brock Lesnar looked like he was hurling a small child. Wow. Like, he made it look effortless. Just, it was impressive. You can be tired of Brock, Mm -hmm. but the man is a freak of nature. Oh, for sure. You know. We get Finn Balor defeating Rey Mysterio. We get uh, Carmella defeating Bianca Belair via Countout. Uh, This was a Raw Women's Championship match. Wow. Where So Carmella now has a win over Bianca. Of course, Bianca retains because it was via count-out. Mm-hmm. Becky caused the distraction there. That's how we protect Bianca. Because, you know, that storyline isn't played out. Right. We have uh, AJ Styles and Ezekiel defeating The Miz and Ciampa. That's via disqualification as Ciampa refused to stop attacking Styles as instructed by the referee. You remember when Ciampa was like the top, the cream of the crop,
0: Mm-hmm. And and NXT and, and now he's the Misses sidekick.
1: Yep. We have Alexa Bliss uh, and Oscar defeating Nikki Ash and Dewdrop via pinfall. Pin pinfall. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we get the Usos and Omos defeating the Street Profits and Our Truth by via pinfall. And Riddle and Bobby Lashley defeating Seth Rollins and Theory via pinfall.
0: So many tag matches on this Raw.
1: For a company that hates tags, tag teams, you know, of course most of those weren't actually tag teams and just right. people throwing random, together.
0: Random singles competitors thrown together.
1: The t- ones that you did have tag teams, you know, Finn Balor, Rey Mysterio, mm-hmm. they had a singles match.
0: Yeah. So, makes sense. Um, moving to Dynamite, we kick off with d and championship match of Wardlow versus Orange Cassidy which was better than it had any right to be. Uh, Wardlow ends up winning. Uh, I'm, I'm super digging the way that Cassidy is being put in these uh, serious matches, but still being able to get a little bit of his comedy over with it. Uh, so I'm, I'm really digging that. We then had uh, Jericho and Eddie Kingston both cut promos. Jericho comes out to the ring and cuts like a really long promo. <laughs> and then we come back from commercial, and Kingston's in the back, and he's like, oh, he gets like 15 minutes, and I get like 30 seconds? What? And then he cuts a bit of a promo. He, he asks about Ruby because she's got her arm in a sling from last week's attack. Then he pulls the beanie off Ortiz's head, and he just goes, look at what you did to my boy. And, <laughs> and that's kind of the whole promo. Um, John Moxley then fought uh, Takashita. Uh, Moxley, of course, wins. We had Luchasaurus versus Griff Garrison, which I'm loving evil Luchasaurus, but the the little lead-up promo I kind of thought was dumb from uh, Christian. It's because it was dumb. Yeah. Uh, we got Claudio versus Jake Hager. Uh, Claudio wins and set up a match for next week of Claudio versus Grisham for the ROH Championship. So, I have questions about that. Anna Jay versus Serena Deeb. Uh, Serena Deeb wins. And then we got a backstage segment where uh, Ty Conti uh, basically called Anna an idiot for, you know, not being evil at this point. We then had our main event. Uh, triple threat match of Swerve and Keith Lee. Versus Starks and Hobbs versus the Young Bucks for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Which, you know, the Young Bucks, they just got the belt, so of course they won. But no, they didn't. And new AEW Tag Team Champions, Swerve and Keith Lee. Interesting. Very, very excited about that. Glad they got some some gold on them. Now we see what, now that we see if they get to do the whole, can they coexist? Yeah. That's been the whole thing.
1: Apparently they, it, it, apparently they were trying to go for a whole Shaq and Kobe dynamic.
0: Okay. So. That works. You
1: know, where, yeah, they can coexist, but they don't really like each other. And, you know. Okay. Uh, moving on to Friday Night Smackdown. On SmackDown, we have Pat McAfee and Happy Corbin having a promo. McAfee has recently signed a new multi-year extension on his deal, so he's going to be there for a while. We have Liv Morgan defeating Natalya via pinfall. We have Paul Heyman uh, trying to convince Theory not to cash in the Money in the Bank briefcase on Roman Reigns. And Theory rejected and offered to hire Paul Heyman for his services, after becoming champion, because he says he'll need some advocate and, and advice. So, yeah. We have Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods cosplaying as the Viking Raiders. Uh, this was great. <laughs> this was amazing. Uh, the Viking Raiders, of course, come out, and they're pissed. As, they're, as you do. They're, they're their new heel personas, which I have not fully, completely behind yet, but sure. Um, they, they came out, and... As they're coming down to the ring, Woods pulls out a horn, like a one of the old like antler horn kind of things, <laughs> blows on it, and as the Viking Raiders come down, here comes Shanky and uh, Gender to attack from the side, and Woods and uh, Kofi jump off the top ropes, lay them out. They get back in the ring, and Viking Raiders retreat up the ramp. It was great. Like. It, no notes. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a backstage segment where uh, Gunter chops Ludwig Kaiser for losing last week. And, you know, saying that failure is not an option and will not be accepted. We get uh, Lacey, uh, versus, Lacey Evans versus Aaliyah, which never took place because Lacey's feelings got hurt. The crowd didn't cheer for her. So she went to the back. They, they don't deserve to see her. You have a almost perfect white meat baby face in Lacey yeah. Evans. Yeah. Like, almost perfect. Mm-hmm. She's blonde. She's beautiful. She has the marine background. She is your white meat baby face. Why are you trying to shove her in this heel roll?
0: Well, they make her a face, and they make her a heel, and they make her a face, and they make her a heel, and that's only on one episode of SmackDown. I, <laughs> but it just drives she's, me. She's taken the 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 Big Show school of heel face turn.
1: Yeah, she she is your perfect. She's Hulk Hogan. Yeah, she is. She could be Hulk Hogan, the female version of Hulk Hogan in twenty twenty two.
0: Just thinking that, and without the racism.
1: Yes, without the racism. <laughs> And, and the the backstage politicking yeah. and, and, and all the other issues that come with being Hulk Hogan,
0: but, and, and they don't. How about we call her the female John Cena then?
1: Okay, there we go. Female John Cena. I, she, I, I don't understand WWE's thought process. I'm getting off track. We'll circle back to that maybe. Yeah. Um, we have Drew McIntyre who was supposed to face uh, Sheamus, but Sheamus, nope. Seamus is, is not gonna be in this match. They did the same thing last week. Last week it was him versing uh versus uh whatever they're calling what's his name now. Um and this week he's facing Rich Holland. Of course, he defeats Rich Holland very quickly. And like they've destroyed Rich Holland. He, he was this big hulking brute of a man. And he just got squashed by Drew McIntyre.
0: Seamus uh, is the new MJF.
1: <laughs> uh, no, that's Christian. Mm, 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 mm. Um, we have Heyman encouraging Madcap Moss to put theory out of commission. Um, Moss told Heyman he looked worried. <laughs> so they they keep building to this. We get um an announcement that the maximum male models will debut their 2022 beachwear collection next week. And we'll also get to meet Max Dupree's sister, Maxine Dupree.
0: swear to God, if LA Knight or Eli Drake rather comes out in drag. <laughs> <sighs> I, I, now I want to see it. Like I could, yeah. I could see that that you remember that Santino guy that we had. And you know, we made, his, we made his sister Santina. And really, it was just him and a dress. Let's do that. <laughs> we'll get you a wig. We'll get you a dress. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's good shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have Mad Cat Moss defeating Theory via disqualification after Theory hit him with a briefcase. Um, and then after... Uh, we we also have Angelo Dawkins defeating Jimmy Uso via pinfall, except Jimmy's shoulder was clearly off of the mat. Hey, that sounds familiar. Right, uh, it's almost like we're reversing what happened at the pay per view. Uh, yeah, um, we have a special guest referee announced for their tag team match at SummerSlam, and I I can't think of anybody better. To, to be the special guest referee, somebody, you know, more relevant. Um, Jeff Jarrett is going to be the special guest referee.
0: Amazing. GCW's on Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett.
1: Yeah, Jeff Jarrett uh, is going to be, I guess they are in Nashville, so it does make a little bit of sense, but also Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back to you, sir.
0: Rampage, we had House of Black versus Dark Order as the kickoff match. Uh, Of course, House of Black wins. We had Jonathan Gresham versus Lee uh, Moriarty. Uh, Gresham won, and I think I said on Dynamite, this is where the announcement was made that we would have Claudio versus Gresham. Uh, Then we had Chris Statlander and Athena versus the Renegade Twins with uh, the baddies watching on. Of course, Athena and Statlander won. Um, uh, the baddies, of course, couldn't just watch. So after the match, they attacked. Hooray. Then Private Party versus the Lucha Brothers was the main event. The Lucha Brothers win. This was after uh, Private Party was told by Andrade that if they wanted to get back in his good grace, he needed to go out there and win. They didn't, so Hooray. I, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. So what are we talking about first?
1: Well, we teased it at the beginning. Uh, apparently, WWE is going to be going back to t- a uh, TV 14 rating for WWE Raw. Except no, they're not. Well, except maybe they are. This is a USA decision. Not a WWE decision.
0: Yeah, I think USA tweeted it out that uh, starting this Monday, Raw would be going to TV 14.
1: Well, I think it was a memo. It was an internal memo that was released. Okay. And, of course, you know, they got out. Of course, that got out. Got out.
0: Everybody kind of picked up on it. All the dirt sheets, you know, started announcing that Raw was going back to TV 14. It was going to be awesome. You know, are we getting back to maybe an Attitude Era? Is Vince finally scared enough of AEW? To, to make some changes. Well, um, you know... They, well, maybe not Vince. Stephanie. Stephanie. Is Stephanie scared enough to, to make changes? Because Vince isn't the CEO anymore, right?
1: They, they can say shit on, on yeah, TBS. Right? I know. So,
0: you know, we, we, we should... Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but then it was announced that that was not the case. Mm-hmm. That Raw was not changing from PG to from TV-14. Um. That it was an internal discussion that hadn't been finalized. And that, no, we aren't changing anything. We're staying the course. And then you start hearing leaks that it's not WWE's decision. So, take him for the grain of salt that he
1: is. Dave Meltzer actually said that this is a USA decision. It is not a WWE decision. Mm -hmm. Now, love or hate Dave, for, for who he is and what he does. i nothing the man. I don't yeah. care about his ratings, but he does have the connections in the industry. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I can definitely see this being a, hey, we're going to free you guys up. Whether you guys choose to do it or not, mm-hmm. that's on y'all. But Vince is weak right now, and we're of, we want to make this change, and we're going to do it.
0: Well, I imagine somebody at USA is probably looking back at the ratings that were done – during the attitude era yeah and going what the hell happened and it's probably some old dude so he doesn't understand the concept of dvr or i think they call it time shifted watching at this point meaning like dvr hulu. streaming hulu that kind of stuff um so he's looking at these numbers and going you know back in the in 2000 we were pulling like a five and six every Monday night, Mm -hmm. and now we're pulling a 1.9, a 2.3. You know, what happened? And, oh, it's it's because we're not showing titties and blood anymore. So we got to go back to that.
1: Look, I remember finding stuff in the early days of the Internet where Triple H was telling women in the crowd to show him
0: his, yeah. their boobs. Like, he would do the he motion lift the, his shirt, lift like, his like, shirt. Like and, you do at Mardi Gras.
1: And it would flash out to the crowd, and there'd be a woman who would do it.
0: Yeah, they'd blur like, the boobs, but you, you know, would see the actual action, right?
1: So, like, wrestling has an
0: audience. Wrestling started in the carny days. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, and the thing is, like you say, wrestling has an audience. It does. Mm-hmm. You know, it. it, it is... Overwhelmingly male, Mm -hmm. overwhelmingly in that late teen to late twenties range, um, because that's just what it it it, that that's what it appeals to. Yeah, you've got older people like us now that watch it too, because we grew up watching it with our parents, you know, and things of that nature. But overall, wrestling mass marketing, mass marketed wrestling is. For that 18, what is it, 18 to 24, 18 to 49? Something like yeah, I think it's between, eighteen to forty nine. It's eighteen to forty-nine. It's for that demographic. Male, yeah. period. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they they recognize that there's a lot of, of women that watch wrestling. Um women's wrestling is be is being treated better now than it has in a you know, previous history. Yeah. Um, I said previous. I mean it was treated very well back in like the late 70s, early eighties. Kinda. And then you got into the diva era, which was your attitude and and everything like that, where they became eye candy only. Um,
1: Rampage dedicated a total of four whole minutes. Yeah, I know. to their women this week. Well,
0: that's why I said they're being treated better. I didn't see they say they're being treated great. And I AEW know. has a long way to go. Yeah, for its women's wrestling they because do. it is not good the look that they get. Um, which kind of makes me wonder, tangent, obviously, but do you think that the reason AEW treats their women's division the way they do is because AEW is so popular in this internet wrestling community, which is stereotyped as uh, incel neckbeards?
1: I think it's possible. I think that Tony is an old school wrestling fan Mm -hmm. and I think that, as progressive as Tony Khan is, because he is in a lot of ways, he books what he wants to see, and I don't think he enjoys women's matches most of the time.
0: That's possible. Like, like I, I think I think that's part of it, and I think it's part of playing to the audience that he thinks is out there. Yeah. Um. It doesn't make it right by any means. No, absolutely you know, I, not. I, I definitely feel like if Raw on a three-hour show, can get a two women's matches, and SmackDown can usually get two women's matches. And a two-hour show, why can't Dynamite get two women's matches?
1: Yeah, why can't they do why two women's matches or two decently long women's segments? It doesn't necessarily yeah, have to be, be a match matches, every week.
0: Segments will be fine.
1: You know, then it doesn't have to be a match every week. Don't don't show me Britt Baker versus uh, Chris Statlander for the millionth time with mm-hmm. no stakes. I, I don't enjoy that. I enjoy when there's stakes in a match. I enjoy when I get to see two talented people, mm-hmm. whether they're men or women, go at it. Yep. And it's undeniable that. And I'm just going to continue with Chris Statlander and Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. They're talented. Yeah. So let's
0: see them fight, but give me some stakes. And I would, I would much rather see them highlighted more mm-hmm. than the acclaimed. Yeah. Well, I think the acclaimed raps that he comes down to the ring sometimes are funny. Sometimes they miss the mark entirely. And I sometimes really,
1: they're outright sexist.
0: Yeah. I really just don't care for that team. I don't care for Billy Gunn and the, the uh, gun club, the Ass Boys. Ass
1: Boys, sir. Get it, get their name correct. They are the
0: Ass Boys. I don't care for them, you know. And that's, that's partially on AEW are mm-hmm. not building them up at all. Uh, partially the fact that Billy Gunn, to me, is really overrated and over the hill. Like, I liked him when he was in DX when I was a teenager and liked that kind of humor a lot more than I do now. Um, but now, I-, I could do without it. I could do without Billy Gunn. I could do without The Acclaimed. I could do without... A lot of stuff. There are a lot of people that are on dynamite every week. That give them give them some time off. Give them a week or two off. Let us let's see some other people. You know, let's see some more of the people that have signed. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see some of the women for sure.
1: You have almost a deep enough roster at AEW now that you could do kind of alternating weeks. You could. on on the schedule of having.
0: You could have an A Excuse show, me. B show type thing. And yeah, I'm not saying that in terms of the B shows worse. No. But you could have that A block, B block.
1: Yeah. And and you could have like, okay, this week we're going to see John Moxley, Jericho, and, and Wardlow. I don't know. I'm just, yeah. you know. And then next week we're going to see Claudio, uh, MJF, yeah. and, and, you know, I'm just spitballing names here but you know you could do that and and we would understand that oh hey okay we're not going to see these guys show up every week it would might be take some training you know you got to train your audience but at the same time it would let you showcase the talent you have and then when you have that claudio show up on john Moxley's show yeah oh my god you know like and i'm just picking names here yeah I'm not, yeah
0: not saying who to be there, but yeah, but yeah, your concept there is great. You know, the idea is, you know, I, it's a solid idea. Um being able to you would be able to see a lot more people. Like yeah. say what you want about the brand split. The brand split to me has done more for the wrestlers because they're not everybody's competing with Roman Reigns, right? Yeah. You know, if, if Roman Reigns, and, and and this is a perfect example of it, Roman Reigns was given both belts mm-hmm. before he renegotiated his contract, at least, because they wanted him on both shows. Mm-hmm. So now on Raw and on SmackDown, you're competing for, a ring, for, for TV time with Roman Reigns, the face of the company. Mm-hmm. With Roman's firmly on SmackDown, if you're on Raw, you're not fighting for that. You're not fighting for your eight minutes out of three out. Well, and let me let me even give you a real
1: world a real world example with Roman firmly on SmackDown. That allowed for the rise of Drew McIntyre, yeah. The rise and the elevation of Bobby Lashley,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and now Bobby Lashley is feuding with Theory for the U.S. US title, title Intercontinental, yeah. U.S. title, U.S. title. And Drew McIntyre is feuding with Sheamus for the 8 millionth time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Now, I get the feud with Sheamus mm-hmm. because it's going to culminate at their uh, uh, their UK show that they're doing. The yeah, Brawl Clash in the Castle, the Castle Clash, whatever, whatever they're calling it. Yep. That's where it's going to culminate. And I understand that they're, they're the two closest things you have to hometown top card people. And it is going to blow the roof off of whatever stadium they're in. hmm But on TV? Yep. Been there, done that. I don't need Fight Night or whatever they're calling themselves now. Because <laughs> they changed their name because everybody realized, oh, Fight Night sucks. Uh,
0: <laughs> Big time.
1: I don't need them to be the people. Right. You know, I don't need this feud around it. I don't need to, I know, as soon as you tell me that Drew is in a match with anybody from that group other than Sheamus, well, Drew's winning. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that you can't have a match where I know the win, the outcome and I still go in and be entertained. Yep. Case in point, Wardlow versus Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. There was not a doubt in anybody's mind that Wardlow was going to win that. Oh, for sure. But they went out and put on a good show.
0: They put on a very good show.
1: The key is managing expectations.
0: hmm
1: well, And believing, you know, having just enough credibility in the opponent to, okay, yeah, well, I well, I mean, this is Orange Cassidy now. Uh, maybe,
0: maybe he... Ekes out this win over Wardlow. Even at that, you can look at Wardlow versus Orange Cassidy and go, there's no way Orange Cassidy's winning that. And it was still an enjoyable match. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns versus Austin Theory. This there's is no even, way mm-hmm. that Theory's going to win that match. No. But that's not even going to be a decent match. No, It's not going to be worth watching. It's going to be a squash. It's going to be a squash. Now... It, assuming the theory
1: cashes in at Summerslam, and he gets the title, it's still going to be a squash, mm-hmm. because Roman's going to be pissed, mm-hmm. and Theory's going to try his little tricks, and unless they spin the story and start spinning the Usos out from Roman, which I don't understand why they would, like I, I'm, I know we've. Called for them to do it. I wish they would. But but from a business standpoint, why would
0: you? But the thing is, like you could tell that storyline. You could have Mm -hmm. Roman lose at SmackDown. You could have, I mean, not SmackDown, SummerSlam. You could have the Usos. Then with the whole, well, you don't have a title. How are you telling us what to do? Like we've talked about countless Mm -hmm. times on the show, right? Yeah. But Austin theory, that's your guy. That's the dude who's going to beat Roman Reigns. That's the person that we're supposed to believe is going to beat Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. Even on a a cash in, Mm -hmm. you know, even on a Roman got beat to death by Brock but squeaked out a win, theory Mm -hmm. is going to come down and pick up the pieces.
1: This is a man who, as your champion, as your United States champion, got squashed. Yes. There's no other word for it. Completely he got squashed, squashed by Lashley at Money in the yeah. Bank. I get that Vince sees something in this guy.
0: I, I don't no see it. it.
1: I don't I don't know what it is. I don't see it. He doesn't have the kind of heat that I think makes for a good heel. Mm. He has I'm bored by you, Heat. I don't enjoy seeing you on my TV. I'm going to take he, a nap or watch something. He else. doesn't get
0: reactions when he is on screen and they pan to the camera. The crowd, the crowd is on their phones. Yeah, they're I, not booing. They're not cheering. I, I don't. They're get on it. their phones. They're looking at Instagram. They're looking at Facebook.
1: I mean, I, he's they're young, looking to
0: see what the traffic is on the way home. Yeah, they don't care. And yet Vince is hell-bent on
1: trying to push him to the top.
0: Whatever. I, I don't get it. I, I wish when all of this came down that they would have removed Vince from creative too. They should have. That was their, that was their golden opportunity to take the company away from him.
1: This, Even if temporarily. This was a, hey Vince, we need you to go sit at home.
0: Yeah, We're going to placate you. While we do this like, but they didn't do it. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised USA didn't push harder for it to remove him. Then we could have some creative come in and see what happens. Cause one of two things would happen. Either raw ratings would go up and then USA could point at the ratings while Vince was gone and say, you have to make changes or we're not resigning your TV contract. Mm-hmm. Or, ratings would have gone down, and maybe we've been proven wrong at that point. I don't think we were, but I think who it am depends I to judge?
1: on. I think it depends on who they put in as head of creative, mm-hmm. because you you need somebody who understands the business. If you you bring in even if you bring in Steven Spielberg,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know Spielberg to well, to yeah, run you got have
0: somebody that understands oh, wrestling yeah, for sure.
1: You know they're not going to get it. They're not going to understand it. You got to have somebody who understands. I don't know who that is. Who who fills Vince's shoes? Uh, Paul Triple Paul H. H you do you do a Paul Heyman Triple H uh That would you know, be know I committee. think that would be pretty awesome. Group you know honestly maybe bring in Dutch Mantel, you know. I, I I don't know. I'm just you know, spitballing
0: here. I really wanted Dutch Mantel to show up at the uh at AEW when Claudio and Hager were fighting. Just, just like pan to the crowd, and there he is yeah. on his on his rascal sitting at the front row. Yeah, no, like that's and all. Nobody I wanted. nobody mentions it, right? Except J well, actually, Jr. goes, "Is that Zeb?" <laughs> and then that's all <laughs> he says. He's he d- got to say
1: Dutch because WWE's going to own Zeb.
0: Well, no, we're not calling him the whole thing. We're just saying, "Is that Zeb?" As the camera pans past him,
1: <laughs> like yeah, I and just then, wanted to but, see him sitting in the crowd. But
0: Excalibur and Tony just completely no sell it.
1: I just wanted to see him in the crowd. Like I would have paid for him to come down. Like, <laughs> dude, whatever your asking rate is, just just come in. I'm gonna put you out here. You don't have to do anything. Just sit here and watch the match. Yep. We're gonna pan the camera over you at one point, and then you know, come to the back, hang out with the boys, go home, go back to your hotel, get get dinner. It's on me. I don't care.
0: Right. Just <laughs>
1: <laughs> but. You know. I do stupid stuff like that, so (laughs) I pop for stupid stuff like that. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. This was their opportunity to get rid of Vince. I think if more comes out,
0: we're Mm going to start
1: seeing some pressure from USA and from Fox.
0: It wouldn't surprise me. Uh,
1: Because, I mean, how much tolerance do these guys have for these shenanigans now?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Cuz at some point at some point you got to think it's going to hurt somewhere. Yeah. So something's going to come out in these in these allegations. that's going to be more than just one group of people going, "How is he still around?" and the other group of people going, "Yeah, whatever. I don't care. He's making us money."
1: Yeah. You know. I mean, we we used the terms last week coerce and and you know, yeah. He raped. Mm -hmm. It is rape. No ifs, ands, or buts. He raped them.
0: With that power dynamic, absolutely.
1: (sighs) At what point do we see him suffer some consequences?
0: I would like to say this at some point, Will, but I'm going to be realist and say there's not going to be any consequences at all. And and I, I agree with you. In a couple of months, there's going to be a settlement of some sort. He might he might lose being CEO, but he'll still be on the board. He'll still be head of creative.
1: I mean, I think at the, at this point in time, you you have Stephanie in the CEO chairman of the board position. Mm-hmm. She'll step away from chairman of the board. Vince will resume as chairman of the board. She'll remain CEO. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Probably, I. The only thing I can see changing is if USA, Disney, Fox, if they decide to push hard enough for a, we're just want to buy you out and own the company. Yep.
0: They do an Elon Musk. Well, they, they threaten, they just say, hey, we're going to buy you at this amount. You have to do it because it's good for the shareholders.
1: Yeah, and, and then they're going to pull out. And they're going to uh, pull out and cause all kinds of Which is the problems. only time that Elon Musk knows how to pull out. Right.
0: Ooh. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we've talked about some uh, some pretty good negative stuff here. Yeah. How about we talk about something positive? Absolutely. We, we discussed it a little bit. Uh, new AEW tag champs, Swerve and Keith Lee. Yeah. Great. Um. Kind of shocked me, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, it really shocked me that the young bucks dropped the belts there. Yeah. Um, Kind of lean, lends more credence to the the idea that had been floated out there that the Hardy Boys were supposed to win the belts, mm-hmm. um, but since Jeff had his thing, they really couldn't do that. So they put him back on the Bucks. It's I don't like even know if he transitional. was transitional.
1: I don't even know if he was out of jail by that point.
0: <laughs> I don't think he was. Um, so they put him back on the Bucks. Um, AEW doesn't really do transitional champions, mm. or at least they haven't. With they haven't except the TNT title. The TNT title has been kind of hot shot a little bit, but uh, and you
1: you have different issues with the TNT title.
0: Yeah, you know? I mean there were there was a well. You had Cody with the weird this with Cody a couple times. Mm-hmm. You had the Scorpio Sky uh, Sammy Guevara thing, but your your AEW title, everybody's had a, a at least a six month run with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's had it at least six months. You know, yeah. The women's title has been treated very prestigiously. The AEW titles have been t- treated prestigious. The tag titles mm-hmm. have been. Uh, the TBS title has only had one person. So, overall, they tre- they're they treating their titles more like old-school wrestling did. You know, somebody got a belt, they kept it for a while while they built a story to take it away. Um, so, it was kind of weird seeing the Bucks drop it this quick. Yeah. Now... I'm all far dropping it to to Keith Lee and Swerve. I think both of those dudes would have been destined for greatness in WWE had somebody with any sense of current thought been in control. I if, don't if see me... if
1: somebody whose name kind of sounds like Lince McFan. Yeah, he um, wasn't there. You know, um,
0: like I don't see how you look at Keith Lee. A uh, 300-pound dude who can do moonsaults and go, oh, I don't know what to do with him. You know, I don't see how you look at Swerve, who is one of the fastest, most agile people I've seen in a ring in a long time. Super and charismatic. say, I don't know what to do with him.
1: Super charismatic. Like, he's on screen, and he commands your yeah. attention. It's so, like, even you put him a guy with the poorly named Top Dala. Yeah. And you put Not, him Not nada. <laughs> you. you you put him next to him. That guy was a huge man. Yeah. Very charismatic in his own right, mm-hmm. yet everybody's eyes went all to All eyes were on Swerve. You know. I, what do we do with this guy? Oh, you know, Top Dollar has some issues backstage. You know what? Best just release the whole faction.
0: Release all four of them. Yeah. Excuse me? Right. And it was really weird that Top Dollar was the one that had issues backstage since he was on the AEW show. Hunting down the A
1: uh, and
0: I mean A and E, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you said yeah, AEW, the A and E show where he was yeah. hunting down uh, relics of the the past. Um, but yeah, like I'm I'm glad they got the belts. I think that's going to be really cool. And I mean, yeah, it, it kind of postponed the whole FTR versus Bucks. You know, I thought that was the way they were going to go. Really, mm-hmm. I, in fact, I figured that was going to be the maybe at the next pay per view. We would see FTR versus the Bucks, and FTR would pick up the win, and then they're going to come out draped in gold from all these different organizations. Um, Then we get to see Matt Cardona on Twitter talking about how they're copying him. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, like, that's kind of what I expected. So seeing Lee and Swerve win, it, it defied expectations mm-hmm. in the best way possible. Yeah. You know? That's one of those like, there's no way Bucks are gonna are gonna lose. <gasps> oh wow, they did. You the, know the Bucks lost. What? That's wrestling to me. That like to me, that's the kind of wrestling I like. I don't want it to be chaotic, in the sense that you know, like if, if Austin Theory pinned Roman Reigns clean one two three. Mm-hmm. That's not an. Oh my God, that happened. That's a what the, are they thinking right? Yeah. But there was a possibility that. Keith Lee and Swerve could have won. There's a possibility that Hobbs and Starks could have won. It just wasn't figured that they would, right? Like, like, I mean, I'm not going to speak for you, but I'm assuming you've probably felt the same way I did, the same way everybody did. Keith Lee or Swerve would beat the trash out of Hobbs and Starks. Mm -hmm. They would go through a series of all four of them hitting their finishers on the other ones. And then it would be like Swerve go to pin Starks, but Matt Jackson would come in, super kick Swerve, throw him out of the ring. Pin Starks, one, two, three.
1: Yeah, something along those lines.
0: That was my expectation. Yeah, like I figured the the two teams that have been fighting over it would beat the absolute piss out of each other,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then the Bucks would capitalize. You know, makes or, sense from a storytelling know, perspective. They beat and... the hell out of them, and then grab Ricky Starks, do the Melter Driver and pin him that way. You know, something like that. Or BTE Trigger and pin him that way. Something. Yeah. That's what I figured. So I was pleasantly surprised with it. Um, Of course, we had Luchasaurus continuing his evil ways Mm -hmm. uh, with Christian Cage. This is, I alluded to it earlier. I really hated the intro thing. Like... Uh, The whole reason they were
1: upset with Griff Garrison was because he looks
0: like like Jungle Boy. Boy. Like... What Christian cage comes out? The one thing that I did like, and by saying I like this, it's one of those like taken in a wrestling context
1: mm-hmm.
0: was Christian telling Brian Pillman Jr. that it's a shame that the last thing your dad did for the industry was you. Ooh, I yeah. thought that was a pretty decent line. Yeah. You know? Um, and then he throws up this picture that Griff Garrison apparently posted on Instagram, which looked like Griff Garrison over Jungle Boy's background. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, I've been trying to figure out what I didn't like about this. And Luchasaurus, do you, that looks like Jungle Boy, doesn't it? And Luchasaurus gets this like dog, this, this weird dog look when you, like when you tell a dog, Hey, you want a treat? And they go, and they get just, like, super excited. Yeah. Like, Luchasaurus makes this exaggerated look up at the thing and then, like, head whip snap to look over at the ring and then goes and squashes Griff Garrison. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of dumb. I, I like evil Luchasaurus. Don't get me wrong. But I thought it was kind of dumb.
1: But it's never been explained why Luchasaurus
0: has any issue with Jungle Boy. None. It's just... Because
1: it's... Well, Christian's problem with Jungle there was Boy. A,
0: there was a thrown away line where Christian told Jungle boy, or Christian told Luchasaurus that he's the reason y'all lost the belts because Jungle Boy's the one that got pinned. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the reason y'all lost the belts.
1: So after what five years, give or take, of a boy and his dinosaur, mm-hmm. the dinosaur is just mad for next to no reason.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah.
1: Just, just so we're on the same page here. Um, as a palate cleanser, something that's even worse than than what's going on there. It's <laughs> not a palate uh, cleanser, Mike. I, I know. But uh, Brandy Rhodes is uh, apparently planning a return to the wrestling ring.
0: Ugh.
1: So we can all look forward to Weird. that. A WWE? Uh, who knows? I, I don't think she's signed anywhere. I think she's just wrestling down at the Nightmare Factory uh, and saying, I'm available. Please sign uh, me.
0: I don't really hate Brandy. Like, she seems like an all right enough person. The Shot of Brandy show that was done on YouTube was kind of cool. I enjoyed yeah. that a little bit. But Brandy Rhodes, the character, is insufferable.
1: And she's not good and she's in the ring. She's
0: a bad wrestler. Yeah. Like, worse than Lana, bad.
1: Yeah. She's just not good. She's not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, do your shot of brandy, be your mm-hmm. chief brandy officer. I don't care. Don't get in the ring.
0: Don't get in the ring and take away spots from people that actually should be there.
1: Speaking of people who actually should be in the ring. Okay? Apparently, and this is all speculation and rumor at this point. Bailey is scheduled to be in Nashville for summerslam 2022 weekend. Nice. So she's been spotted down at the uh, at NXT doing, you know, workouts and in. that kind of stuff. Okay. And um she seems to be in the pictures that they've, you know, people have taken of her at other events where, you know, she's sitting at a like some sort of concert or something um next to Sasha Banks. She she appears to be healthy and
0: oh, speaking you know. of Sasha, uh Sasha is going to be at C2E2 mm-hmm. as Mercedes Varnado. Yep. Not a Sasha. Well, Mercedes Varnado appeared as appeared in WWE as Sasha Banks and The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, she released a thing to, from her public, or a publicist released a thing saying that she would be taking bookings for non wrestling things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, basically effective immediately type thing. Uh, but she would not be accepting anything for wrestling related stuff until at, at the end of the year, until after J- January 1st. Year. January 1st. Uh, which I'm assuming is probably when her contract runs out. Um, her asking price was was flitted around and rumored to be around $30,000 to show up for C2E2. And
1: people that are in that industry that that do those and run those events are absolutely like, oh, absolutely, we'll pay her that. Yeah. We will pay her that. We will make our money back plus. Yes. So
0: a okay. so, little bit of Sasha update. Uh, little Bailey. Little Bailey.
1: Little bit of Sasha. No. You know.
0: <laughs> so, because uh, right now, you only have one of the four horsewomen that's actually doing anything. Sasha's, no. Sasha's. No, you don't. Charlo- well, Becky, Charlotte's off. T- well, and you're, Becky, you're right. You're right. Becky. One of the four horsewomen. Yeah. Because Becky's still hurt. Hadn't shown back up yet. Sasha's gone uh, for all intents and purposes. Charlotte's been off TV for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Becky's the only one that's been doing anything. And as much as I like Becky... I'm just kind of tired of Becky.
1: The problem with Becky is that she has spent her entire time since returning feuding with Bianca.
0: Yeah. For a With, year. with
1: short, you know, there's just been short little breaks. It's been a year now. Feuding with one person.
0: Mm-hmm. As this weird big time Bex heel And that something
1: that should have culminated at mania and been the end of it. Mm -hmm. That should have been the, the spin off. You
0: know what? You could even, you could even say it should have ended at money in the bank when Becky did not, you know, when Becky did not win the money in the bank. No, it was,
1: it was even that. Yeah. I'll agree with you because even that, that stretch there of her, just having lost and continued mm-hmm. to lose and not been able to find her footing, not like, been able to get back. Like that was compelling story. Yeah. I enjoyed that from Becky and, and you know, Oscar teasing her the entire time
0: mm-hmm. and like you, you easily could have made Becky loses at mania. Then, you know, she goes on this losing streak a bit She says, you know, my one chance to get my title back is Money in the Bank. I got to win that. I got to do it. Mm -hmm. You have Money in the Bank play out exactly like it played out. And now Becky is, then you move Becky to be this despondent. She really has no idea what to do. Like, she comes out, she's, you know, pretends that none of it's happened, right? Like, she's going delusional. She's challenging Bianca, you know, I never lost my belt, yada yada yada. And Bianca cause comes out and though, uh uh uh. We've already been through this. Girl, no. You don't Bye. yeah, you don't get another shot. And Becky's, I've never had a shot at the title, blah, blah, blah. And, and, until Pierce comes out and he's like, nah, Becky, you, you don't get this. And then Becky just completely loses her mind, continues to lose, continues to just spiral completely out of control. Yeah. You know, until she gets to the point where she is just gone. And she finally have a... She goes down to NXT because she's thinking, maybe I can beat someone down here and she loses to Sleepy Girl. <laughs> you know, something.
1: I, Yeah, I mean, but instead, she went on her thing. She finally got a win over Asuka last week. Mm-hmm. And now she's... Challenging for the title again. Challenging for the title at SummerSlam. But we're going to throw Carmella in there, too, so that...
0: So Carmella can take the pin? Yeah,
1: so that Carmella can take the pin.
0: Carmella will get pinned by Bianca.
1: The question is, is it going to be Bianca or Becky? Are they going to go back to Bianca chasing Becky?
0: I I think you have Bianca pins Carmella, and it just continues the Becky... Uh you didn't beat me this blah 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 and they just continue the feud on cuz they don't know what to do. They're lost at this point. WWE does not know how to say, "Okay, that was the end of a story. Let's do something new." They just don't know how. Turn Alexa heel, give me Alexa
1: versus Bianca. That would work. Turn Bianca heel, give yeah. me Alexa versus Bianca. I mean, either way, it works. I think Alexa is kind of spinning her wheels right now. She is. She she has no personality other than I'm Alexa Bliss. Yep. And, hey, have you seen my, my doll that I carry around for no appreciable reason anymore?
0: That commits uh, credit card fraud? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, like, you turn one of them heel. Either one works. Yeah, something. And then you... They both are great heels. Mm-hmm. So, you have a something. few there. So,
0: we're begging for something. That's it.
1: <laughs> Turn Bianca heel, have Oscar go after the title as a face cuz I'm sorry, Oscar yeah. works so much better as a she face, does. especially when she's ranting and raving in Japanese and none like, of us understand like what she's Asuka's
0: saying. Like heel Oscar's fine, but face Oscar is so much better. Yeah. Um Michael, can you think of anything else in the world of wrestling for this week? Um, just a, a quick
1: note, um, Parker Boudreaux, who was Harland in NXT for a little while and was apparently very, um,
0: yeah, I know, he was let go. He,
1: he was very, he was let go, but before he was let go, he was looked at very highly before his 60 days were up and he hadn't shown enough improvement. Cause that's a thing that yeah. WWE is doing with NXT now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's made his AEW debut. Uh, he will debut on
0: Dark, okay? Oh, so another thing just real quick too is Elgin, who was an Impact star, uh, was arrested for shoplifting. Oh, fine. this week. I saw all that.
1: Uh other impact news. The Good Brothers. Mm-hmm. Their contracts are apparently over with TNA huh. or Impact, whatever their their title is now. Good. Um they are, I guess, supposed to be going to do some New Japan stuff, but it would not surprise me one bit to see it, them show, back, show up the back up in AEW. Yeah. Well, uh. AEW seems to be like we're going to get all the Bullet Club.
0: Yeah, we're going to bring all. What it, all. it seems like now, right? All of the Bullet Club. I don't know. I would be okay with with some of the, with more Bullet Club there if they fought uh, BCC. Yeah. You know, let's get some. Let's get some more uh, people in with with them. Uh, you know, because right now we got Claudio, we got Moxley, we got Yuta, Daniel Bryan when he comes back, you know, let's bring Ruby in. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: because Ruby would fit perfectly oh, in yeah. that group. It would give her somewhere to go other than
0: yep. give her something to do. Yeah. So anyway, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. In the world of wrestling, so we would like to thank McNarb Gaming for allowing us to use the space and record here. Thanks, Greg. Um, thank you, Greg. As well as, you know, hey, look, if you need something gaming-related, uh, you need some dice, you need some dice bags, and you don't like Crown Royal, um, they've got that over there. They've got miniatures. They've got all kinds of board games from Monopoly and Risk, you know, that stuff that you, you grew up playing, all the way up to, you know, things like Unfathomable, um, you know, just heavy board games that you can mm-hmm. sit down and actually have fun playing for several hours. And when I say have fun playing for hours, I don't mean like monopolies several hours where you want to, you know, kill yourself at the end of it. No, um, no,
1: these are, are games that are intellectually challenging and you and your friends sit down and have have some fun. Yeah,
0: you've got you've got Magic cards, Pokemon cards. I think the, the big new thing that they're doing over there is My Hero Academia, I believe. Uh so Okay. Yeah, that's kind of how <laughs> I looked at it too. But you know, it's all over there. It's all available. You know, they've got a Narber Club thing, which is something I wanted to plug last time. I forgot. You know, you can sign up, pay a little bit of money, and you get some perks at the store. Like, you can get you get free Wi-Fi access. You can get discounts on product that you buy. Um, you can get entrances into uh, tournaments mm. paid for with part of your, your thing. Heck, if you go with the highest one, you can even get a free locker over there so you don't have to lug all your stuff back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Uh so, you know, check them out for sure. Check them out.
1: Once you've gone in there and you've bought your dice, you've bought your games, head on over to Big Dog Liquor here in Gautier as well and pick you up some, some whiskey or pick you up some wine. If you bought a bunch of dice, you need a dice bag. Big Dog sells dice bags. And when you buy a dice bag, you get a free bottle of whiskey. <laughs> so check them out. They've got specials going for... Uh, wine. I think every week they do some wine specials. They they have discounts for uh, military and seniors. So to give them, give them a shout. I'm sure that they have whatever spirit it is that you're looking for. We also need to, uh, now that you're done listening to us, head on over and listen to our friends over at traveler on the Om- travelers on the omnibus. They are a field trip through nerd and pulp culture and, they have some great content out there. If you tune in to their most recent episodes, you you might hear a you know a, a familiar voice as somebody invaded their show and I and, did you know hit them over the head with some steel
0: chairs. I brought the steel chairs to the to the the their top five <laughs> uh, thing that they did on that show. So yeah, give them yeah. a listen. Uh, also, one of the guys from Travelers, Jody, mm-hmm. he does furology. Yeah, uh, which is another podcast. It's available anywhere podcasts are found. Um, it's about his personal relationship with horror movies, what his thoughts and feelings are. You know how they shaped him as a person, the whole thing. It's actually really interesting. Listen, uh, so give that a shot. And you know, if you're looking for something
1: similar, to where you can hear about movies and television shows, and not just strictly horror then, you know, check out our friends over on Silence Your Cell Phones as they talk about movies, bingeable TV shows. doesn't have to be horror-related. It can be just whatever they are, are feeling for that week. I believe they're still doing their live stream every week on a Wednesday. So, you know, check them out after you watch AEW.
0: Yeah, so I guess with all that said, we'll see you all next week. Yeah,
1: cheers.